two dudes in the cage. We are back. UFC 281 is an absolutely stacked card. There's 14 fights. It's going to take us forever to get through all of these. We're going to try to bring it to you as quick as we can. Man, UFC 280 was amazing. Man, it went crazy. There was a lot of great fights on that. But let's get into UFC 281. First up on the early prelims, we have Carlos Oberg versus Nikolai Nergamanu. And we're starting off with some hard names already, man. We're, we're poor, poor, horrible at teams. Carlos, man, he's from New Zealand. He fights out of city kickboxing with Izzy and all the other guys, Dan Hooker, you know. He's a former pro kickboxer. He's 7-1. and one. His striking accuracy is 62%. He lands 8.91 shots a minute. That, that seems pretty high to me. His takedown accuracy and defense are both 100%. Bro, I thought that was great. Uh, man, it was amazing. Nikolai, on the other hand, is a freestyle wrestler, but he has eight KOs, man. And his takedown accuracy is 28%, but his defense is 60%. Nikolai's takedown accuracy may be lower, but that could be because he goes for a lot of takedowns. So that number, because he he went for 10 takedowns, but only landed three. So, so it's a lot lower number. So my question in this fight is, can Carlos defend all these takedowns? Because to me, he's going to be coming for shot after shot and uh, not get distracted or not get distracted because Nikolai can knock you out too. So if he's going for the shots a lot and Carlos is uh, constantly worried <clears throat> about defending that, he could get knocked out. But my pick in this fight is going to be Carlos. Matt, what about you? You know, I was going through this one and Carlos has that rugby background and Nikolai's got that wrestling. So can the rugby background give him that solid balance to mitigate it? Right, right. I still I still think Nikolai's got that power, and I think that's what's going to give him the, the advantage, as well as his MMA experience. He's got more of it, so I think Nikolai gets it done. All right, nice. Cool, cool. Yeah, it's kind of hard to pick these early pre prelim winners, honestly. It is. <clears throat> This card is very good with the matchups. Sir. So the next fight, we got Julio Arce versus Montel Jackson. You know, since joining the UFC through the Contender Series, he won but didn't get the contract, took a short-notice fight. Julio Arce has won one, lost one. He, he can finish the fight on the feet or on the ground, where Jackson is a quick fighter and he's got good stand-up. He's also won five of his last six. I think Ars is won his last one. I think he keeps that streak going. I think he loses this one. I think Jackson gets it done, and he's going to win by unanimous decision. Nice, nice. Honestly, <clears throat> I think I'm going to go with Montel Jackson in this pick for the early prelim pick. We're divided early. Let's see what we got. Uh, I got Jackson on this one. Oh, you picked Jackson? Wait. Yeah. I, I, so, ours is one and one, like win one, lose one. 
Jackson's won five of his last six. I, I got Jackson. I thought you said you picked ours. Oh. Oh, no, 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 no. I was confused. Ours is going to lose again. Okay, now I'm going to have to cut out some of the tape. I'll fix that. Don't worry. No, that's good. Keep it in. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Montel Jackson in this one. Uh, Yeah, I think he's going to win. Yeah. Moving on to the next prelim. Matt Free- Freevola versus Ottoman Azatir. Man, uh, honestly, I think I think Matt's favored to win in this fight. Um, Matt's talking a lot of crap online. Um, uh, he's coming in looking for the finish. He claims that Ottoman has never really been tested, and he's gonna bring it to him this Saturday night. So uh, I'm gonna back you up, Matt. Uh, let's see if you can back up that mouth and all that stuff you're saying online. Uh, let's go. So I don't know if you know this, but Ottoman is the one that had the dude shimmy the Abu Dhabi hotel on the fourth floor to get into his room uh, back when they were in the bubble. <laughs> and he's, he's on a 10 fight. Win- he's got 10 KOs. He's undefeated. <laughs> so I think he's just going to have that power. I think Matt's going to come in and try to force yeah. him on it and get so- caught. So he has those 10 KOs, but Matt's saying he ain't fought nobody. He fought a bunch of scrubs, and that's why he has a bunch of KOs. And he's saying he really isn't that good. So, so he's taking that Cody Garbrandt with uh, Thomas Almeida saying he fought taxi drivers. Yep, yep, yep. He's fought taxi drivers, bro. I don't know. You know, he, he could have fought in B leagues. You know, that's that's what I'm going with, though. I, I feel you. I I just think Azatar is gonna he's gonna catch but, Matt coming in and you know <clears throat> this is they they they've been saying the same crap about the guy from the the small island that didn't didn't fight anybody either and the circuit the MMA circuit on that place isn't very good and he came in and smashed dude on contender series so trying to <clears throat> trying to get those head games. Yeah. All right. This next one, Michael Trezano versus. Now I couldn't tell if it was Sungwoo Choi or Choi Sungwoo. Man, bro, all all of all of the Chinese names are like backwards, like that. I don't know if Chinese names pronounce their names backwards or forwards, and then in America we reverse them. But there's all the Chinese names are like that. I think Choi's the last name. Yeah, but it, it's like that for Wang Zay, Wang Leili uh, in the co-main event. It's like that for all the Chinese fighters, though. Um, yeah. I can think of a bunch of other ones that I've seen or that recently that are like that, too. So for this one, Trezano is the winner of Tough Undefeated. And he hasn't been doing so well since. <laughs> uh, he's Sung Woo and... Uh, Trezano are both on a two fight losing streak. I think this might be a loser go home just because they're new to the promotion and they keep signing more. So I think this is a loser go home. And I think, uh, I think Trezano is going to win and stay. Yeah, bro. I, I think you're you're right. Uh, the UFC is getting so much talent from everywhere right now. Um, uh, Michael has lost three times in the UFC. Sung Wu Choi 
has lost four times in the UFC. Both these people, their their stats are like super even. This is like a really close fight. And honestly, uh, I, I I think the winner the winner is to stay. The loser's gonna get to get kicked out. And I think Sung Sung Woo Choi is gonna win this one. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's funny, bro. We're we are so divided. It's all right. Yeah. These early prelims are man. It's expected. These ones can go either way. Right, right. Yeah, you never, you never know. Right, Carolina Co Kowal Kazis versus Silvia Gomez Juarez. Much better with the Mexican Hispanic names. <laughs> Thank you. Carolina, she's Polish, obviously. Uh what I what I thought was cool about her is uh she studied Krav Maga. Um I thought that was kind of neat. She also does Muay Thai. She's been in the UFC for a minute for for a long time. Um Sylvia on the other hand, she just joined the UFC last year. She's already lost twice. Uh Carolina's lost lost a few times in the UFC as well honestly this could be another one of those fights like the last one too maybe not but um i i, I think sylvia's gonna win this fight carolina's lost a lot too i think i think sylvia's um she's gonna be a hungry she's gonna come in strong looking for the win and she's gonna get it so you got Silvana on this one yep 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 good pick here's why so Carolina, you know, she's feeling tough times. One and five in her last six. And she's she's got good stand-up, but she seems to struggle when she gets presented with a all-around fighter, someone that can clinch and grapple. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to think at one time she was slated to, you know, be the dark horse to beat Joanna. And right. Sylvana is she's a striker. And uh I, I got Silvana winning this. This is going to be her toughest test, and sh- she's going to pass it. With flying colors. Oh yeah, you think she she thinks she'll she'll run through her? I I think so. She's got power and she's got that press forward style, and I think Carolina yeah. has issues with that. Yeah, I I think she'll win because she presses forward. But yeah, I, I think it. I was thinking it might be a little bit of a. Uh, she's going to have to work for it though, but maybe not. Uh, it'll be interesting to see because she is talented and she is still like younger in the game. So it'll be see with the bright lights of MSG. Anything can happen. Yeah. No kidding. Now we go on to the prelims and looking at these, these prelims could be a looking better at its, at its own. Yep. Sure. For sure. First fight, we got Andre Petrosky versus Willington Terman. Yeah. This is going to be a fun one. Terman is a black a BJJ black belt with eight submissions. Nice. Bread and butter is getting to the ground. And it's striking. It's okay. But I think that's what allows Petrosky, a wrestler, that's going to gain the upper hand because he's going to be able to probably dictate uh, – Petrovsky's never gone to decision. He's could be a disadvantage. We don't know his cardio is. This one is going to go full fifteen, so that third round is going to be fun to watch. But I think 
think Petrosky's going to get it done. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Petrosky's cardio has come into question before in his fights as well. Um, he lost that fight, and then I think he's won two in a row after that, something like that. But yeah, like you said, Wellington is a BJJ black belt, so I think I think Petrosky kind of will probably want to stay away from the ground with him. And they both have four KO subs, but uh, like in his last fight, uh, Andre Petrosky, he was looking fast, he was looking super strong, he looked like a dog to me. I mean, he was looking for the finish. He was bringing it, um, and as whereas I think Wellington, he can KO you, but he'll probably be just just looking to get a submission win, as to where Andre will gonna is gonna fight an MMA fight and look to finish him, um, and that's why I'm picking Andre too. Yeah, good pick. Right. right, right, yeah. I think I think he's he's been coming hard. He's he's gonna bring the heat for sure. Man, next up, Aaron Blanchfield versus Molly McCann. We got Meatball fighting at MSG. Aaron's a BJJ black belt from Renzo Gracie. The only person she lost to is Tracy Cortez, your girl, uh, Tracy Cortez. Molly, on the other hand, is a BJJ purple belt. Um, there is a little bit of worry about uh, uh, the the belt level, but you never know there. Molly's an underdog in this fight, but man, she's she's on a hot streak right now. Um, you know, her and Patty, and she's like getting popular and she's kind of coming up. Um, I'm you know, even though she's like a 300 underdog, I, I really think that Molly is gonna win this fight, man. So here's a fun fact: Molly has not won a UFC fight. That Patty Pimblay has not been on the card. Damn. Patty's not on this. I I think that kind of has a little uh a little towards the odds. Yeah. But I don't think that's gonna affect this fight. She's on a hot streak. She's being flashy. I bet Patty's ass is gonna be there. Oh, he'll be there. Yeah. I bet you he will be at MSG. Yeah. He's gonna storm. I bet you, yeah, he'll be there. Oh yeah, he'll be there. He's gonna storm the cage when she wins. Right, right. So meatball KO. Even though he's not fighting, he'll be there. So it'll it it, it, it you know she's gonna I, win. If she wins. Yeah, I, I think that'll help her out. Yeah, that's a good pick. Looking for the underdog. Yeah, wow. yeah. Oh. I'm telling you, that's, there's some money right there, bro. All right, so this next one. Dominic Reyes versus Ryan Spann. You didn't even give your pick. I said meatball. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. She's going to win. TKO. Second round. Second round. I like it. <laughs> Go. So, with Reyes versus Spann, mm. Reyes has not been the same since he fought John Jones. I'm not going to say he won. I'm not going to say he lost. He fought John Jones. But he's taken some time off. I think he's you know recentered himself. You know, Span he's got good jujitsu, but he he doesn't mind to stand and bang. He doesn't really dictate where the fight goes. He just goes with the flow, and I think with that, it's going to help give Reyes that little edge because Reyes will he'll stand and trade. His chin is 
pretty good. I mean, he could take some shots, and I think that's what helps him get the victory, and he gets back on that winning track. Oh, hmm. man. Yeah, man, I, I don't like all those losses Dominic has, man. He really hasn't looked the same. Um, I, I think it's he might be one of those guys on his way out, honestly. Um, he's a BJJ black belt. He's got seven KOs and two subs. Ryan's only a BJJ blue belt with five KOs and 12 subs. Dude, like you said, he's really good at jujitsu, but he's only a blue belt. He's got all those subs, dude. Um, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dominic has three losses in a row, man. I, it's just hard for me to pick him, honestly. Uh, so I, I, I think I'm going with Ryan Spann in this one. Uh, he's he's uh, he just beat Eon. Uh, he just beat that other guy. He's kind of hot right now, bro. Well, otherwise, the other dude's on a three fight losing streak. He's seen better days. I think that I think this fight sets Span up for pretender contender type and i think i think it also puts reyes as pretender and then that john jones decision oh it was a fluke he wasn't the same so i I think reyes has a lot to prove in this one yeah he sure does but i don't know man i don't see it i don't sorry it's good to just yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. Man, I know we're not going to disagree on this next fight. Brad Riddell versus Renato Maranoco. Sorry, guy. Brad is a BJJ purple belt. He trains at Tiger Muay Thai in Thailand, which I think is pretty cool. He's got five KOs. He has two losses in a row, though, honestly. Renato, man, he's a BJJ black belt. He's a black belt Muay Thai, whatever that means. He's got nine submission wins. Man, that 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 loss to Dos Anjos, man, dude, that was that was an absolute war. I mean, that was literally the damage he took in that fight is literally life changing. Like, take my word for it. He took a lot of shots in that fight, and I'm telling you, man, those shots that they add up, bro. That that should that should hurt, man. I'm telling you, dude's a straight warrior, bro. Um, I think he has a grappling advantage in this fight. Um, I, I think he's just a straight warrior. I, um, Brad has two losses in a row. Uh, I think Renato is just going to be coming in and pushing the pace and just going to be way too strong for Brad and finish him. So Riddell, you know, I know he's at Tiger Muay Thai now. But he was a city kickboxing with Izzy. He, I, yep. He's a little flashy on the feet. And with, you know, Hinato, yeah, he got, you know, absolute war with RDA. But he was also on a plane to Brazil, then back, yep. then cut weight, all within exactly. 27 hours. Right. After he just fought. Yeah, two, maybe three weeks uh, yeah, a few weeks prior, you know, yeah, and he still yeah. went with Oops. RDA, who's got the toughest record in 155. Yeah, and I think that's what gives Hanato the edge. He's been through those wars, and he was what 
five win streak before fighting RDA. Yeah. On short notice. So Hanato gets it done. He's yeah. going to win. Put your money on him. Yeah. All right. Now we're in the main event. Or not, my bad. The main card. The main card. Yeah. This one. Dan Hooker versus Claudio Pulis. Yeah. This is by far Claudio's toughest fight to date. He's is it too big to chew? I don't know. I like his heart. He's kind of a big name last time. Eh, kinda. But I think like skill wise. Skill wise, yeah. Yeah, Dan Hooker is gonna be tough, but Claudio's his jujitsu is so explosive. Here's a fun fact. Three of his last five wins, knee bar. Right. Yeah. And that's what Hooker struggles with. He struggles with those top-level guys that, you know, he can match in their striking, but not so much in their grappling. Mm-hmm. I think this sets up Claudio. I Here's my prediction. I would love to see an Imani roll into a knee bar but I think he's going to get a knee bar and he's going to grab that leg. Probably not a Manani roll because those are tough to do. But... <laughs> he doesn't stri- He doesn't straight do a Chase Hooper style, but he tacks legs. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he's going to attack the leg. and I Very think he's... open about it. Oh, yeah. He's going to grab it. He's going to get it. He's going to submit him, and he's going to get the victory. Dude, uh, Dan Hooker is the favorite in this fight. Why is Dan Hooker the favorite in this fight? He's lost like four out of his last five to where his playlist is on a hot streak where he's a leg lock monster. Uh, uh, he's got leg locks for days, leg knee bar. Leg, it's a leg lock, you know, the same, oh, not sort of, but um, he's a purple belt in Luta Livre, which is a Brazilian submission wrestling. Um, yeah, so. Claudio and Molly for the underdogs on this fight. I'm calling these two underdogs. I'm telling you, these two are going to win. These two underdogs are who you should bet on for UFC 281. Claudio is absolutely going to beat Dan Hooker. I don't care what anybody says. I I completely agree. When I seen this matchup and I was looking, I was like, oh, this is uh, not good for Hooker. Yeah, Hooker's, Hooker's seen better days. I feel bad for him, man. I feel bad for him. I don't know, man. It's like those bright light fights. You know, he fought Chandler and Poirier and didn't really show up for those. Fought Gaethje. Yeah. He's had tough fights, and I feel like this one's going to be a little tougher than them. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Unless Dan Hooker gets gets some kind of amazing knockout, which I believe Dan Hooker can knock out Claudio if if he's not too careful. Um, if if Claudio is too relaxed and just kind of shooting and trying to like, attack the leg without striking and working his way into it, Dan Hooker has a chance to win that fight. Claudio has to be on his A game and come correct. He can't do a Chase Hooper Amari role and attack for the leg. That's not going to work on Dan Hooker. He has to fight him and get the lock on him and do it right, which which I think he will. But I, just, I think I I think he'll go for a clinch, and then yeah. probably a simple you know judo trip or takedown, and 
work the submission game. He's not going to go what to, he needs to do. anymore. Yep. Yep. Cool, cool. Get it. All right, man. Frankie Edgar versus Chris Gutierrez, man. Frankie Edgar is a BJJ black belt. He's a wrestler. Um, I don't know. He might have been all American. I think he was, honestly. He hits really hard, too. Uh, he's the former champion. He has two KO losses in a row, and his last three losses are by KO. He has seven KO wins and four submissions. Chris, on the other hand, is only a BJJ purple belt. He has eight KOs, but only one sub. I think this is Chris's first real test in, um, as to where Frankie has fought the who's who, man. He's fought a lot of big names. You look at his record and you recognize every single one of those names. You look at Chris's record and you're like, who are all these guys? You know? Um, I'm not sure if Chris is on the same level as Frankie. I'm really worried about all of Frankie's KO losses. Um, and then if he's starting to age out of MMA, I think Frankie needs to stay on the outside and use his wrestling. Um, if Chris wins this fight, it'll most likely be by KO. I'm really having a hard time picking, but I think Chris is going to win this fight, honestly. So I, I'm pretty sure this is Frankie's retirement fight. and Dang, I didn't know that. I think so. He's 41, but you know he hasn't fought in 372 days, so just over a year yeah. since his last KO. But Chris is, you know, he's on a six- Six fight win streak with one no contest, but again, he hasn't fought the level and the talent of nowhere near even a 41 year old Frankie. Nowhere near, and I think with Frankie, I feel like if this is, yeah, if this is his last fight, unfortunately, it's not going to go his way, but I think Chris is going to get it done. And I, I think it's going to be a, a very close fight. Nice. Yeah. I hope he goes out good. Goes out on the shield at least. And that has a good fight for sure. I do too. When I was doing this and I was like, man, I like Frankie, but it would right. I mean, these picks can't just can't pick who we like. Right. Right. You got to be, be honest and give a real assessment. And I just don't see Frankie winning, you know, Neither do I, I just, I feel like with MMA, Age is, especially at the lighter weights. Yeah, which is something I've, yeah, bro. Just them young dudes are hard to compete with, man. They really are. Yeah, this next fight. Yes, Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler. You know, a lot of uh, shit talk per se. Poirier said, "I'd rather make hot sauce and." So there's a little back and forth. We knew they were going to fight. Most likely a pre-title eliminator. And everyone knows these fighters will stand a big. Chandler, Division One wrestler, he says, screw it. I'll use it when I need it, and I don't usually need it. I think Poirier is going to pepper that leg like he does always. And probably one of the best leg kickers in the game. It's funny. 
I, I think Poirier is going to get it done, and I don't think this is going to be a 15-minute fight. Man. If it is, it's going to be 15 minutes of just jam-packed action. But Poirier is going to get his hand raised. Man, this is another one, like Reese said, you can't pick who you like. Man, I really like Michael Chandler for some reason. I don't know why, I just really like him, dude. Probably because he moved to Nashville. Uh, Dustin, man, he's a BJJ black belt, trains at American Top Team. I mean, if you know MMA, you've heard of that gym. He's got 14 KOs, 7 subs. He also is like... Uh, with his kicks, I think he's also one of the best boxers in, in MMA as well. Um, he does really well. He's not the best one, but um, his, his hands are up there. Um, that's where Michael uh, Chandler is more of a wrestler. He was an NCAA wrestler. He was, he was All-American. All uh, he has 11 KO, 7 subs. Michael Chandler, though, man, he comes in super strong, man. He pushes the pace. He comes hard. Um, Dustin doesn't usually fight at that hard of a pace and pushes it like Chandler does. So I, I, I think it's interesting. I, I think I think if Michael really pushes it on Dustin, he can win this fight. Dustin's favored to win. Um uh, I think a lot of people think that that Dustin will probably knock out Michael Chandler. That that he's just a better striker all around. Um, I I I just I want to see how Dustin reacts to Michael's pace because Michael's pace he keeps a quicker fight than most people do, and I think that's gonna throw Dustin off a little bit. He might be ready for it, maybe, but I just I just don't think he will be. I think Michael Chandler's gonna win this fight. I really do. That's that's interesting with the the pace, just because you know, if Poirier starts with the leg kicks early, is that going to affect Chandler? Yeah, slow him down really quick. Yep. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, he needs to do that right away. You you know, but but to do that, those lat those leg kicks. Usually you got to land a couple of them and it takes a while for it to add up and slow down. Michael Chandler from the bell comes in hot, comes right at him and, and makes you fist fight right away. So if Dustin Poirier doesn't stop that and, and get a distance and set up, uh, he won't be able to get those leg kicks in. Yeah. If, if he's on his back foot, he'll, you know, yeah, he'll, pressure. he'll just have to box. He'll have to box his way out of it every time. Because if yeah. he kicks, if he tries to kick his way out, Michael Chandler will take him down, guaranteed. Any kick Dustin Poirier throws at him in a scramble, uh, Michael Chandler will take him down. I guarantee. Those the late the low late kicks, uh, out range to wear him out. Poirier can can land those all day, but if if they're you know, Chandler will be looking for those takedowns. Just to disrupt, just to disrupt the striking. Chandler, Chandler won't do any submissions. Probably, he probably won't. If he takes them down, he'll look to strike and ground and pound him. Um, you think he'll use his wrestling this time just to, just to allow Corey to think, oh, it's there. He no, I mean he needs to use it in general. Um, that that's how he wins this fight. Is he pushes the pace on Dustin, pushes the pace. Puts him on the back pedal, gets him on the fence, takes him down, 
ground and pounds. Dustin works his way up. He keeps striking him. He takes him down again, ground and pound. If Dustin Poirier is landing the kicks and uses him boxing and keeps him at range, he'll win the fight. But I don't think Dustin can do that with Michael Chandler's pace. That's a interesting little tidbit. I think I think Poirier is going to be able to control that, like slow it down and control it. So yeah. it'll this will be a fun fight. I think so too. It's a good matchup. It's a good fight. Yeah, I'm excited. Probably, probably. And if not Frank Yeager, Chris Gutierrez for some crazy reason. Yeah, like a like a farewell bonus. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The main event. Oh, is it? Yeah, you? No, I can't. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it. I'll let you get the big one. Co-main event is the strawweight Carla Esparza champion versus Whaley Zhang. Yeah. And what is there to say about this fight? Carla. She won because she threw five strikes compared to four strikes. There's a lot to say about Carla besides yeah. her last fight. So just based off her last fight, she did more to win. She is a good fighter. She is the first ever strawweight champion. Yes. But I just think Wei Li's pure strength and power is just going to be unmatched and Carla's going to have a tough night. Remember when she fought Joanna and she just could not get anything off? Yeah. I think it's going to be the same 15 minutes of that. But I also think Whaley's going to minutes stoppage. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to go that long. Yeah. I, I think middle of the second round the most. And I just think Carla's just going to get outstruck, outmaneuvered. She's going to try for a takedown. Whaley's just going to throw her off and then we're going to set up for that uh whaley versus rose trilogy there's a lot of history in the, this fight though you know carla's a bjj brown belt she was the invicta champ she was the first ufc strawweight champ uh she was a wrestler she wrestles a lot almost too much um she's really good at it but she's been in a lot of leagues uh, her, herself, she was in Bellator, a bunch of other leagues. She was in the Ultimate Fighter um, as well. Dude, all of her UFC fights besides one uh, went to a decision. Her wins, all of her UFC wins besides one went to a <laughs> decision. That's crazy, bro. Uh, Wang is a BJJ purple belt. Bro, yeah, Wang is just going to absolutely smash Carla, bro. I'm sorry, but but uh, Wang is just gonna. She's she's a different type of fighter. She's not gonna Rose Namunes play around and be scared. I don't know what the hell happened in that last fight, but it, Rose Namunes looked like a scared little girl. Like something was completely wrong with her in that last fight. Uh, there were, and Carla did not show up to fight either. Something was completely wrong there. Like, like, yeah, like she was just given that title because she was about to get married or something. I swear to God. It was a wedding gift. It was a wedding gift. She was like, I'm just going to go out here and throw like five fights and let you get this girl. I don't know. I don't know. You know, uh, what I like about Wang, she started Kung Fu at age of six. 
when she was 12, she went to a special martial arts school where she trained in Sanda and Chinese wrestling called Shao Zhao. But she had to retire early at like age 17 because of a back injury. And then she started like she was like working all these crazy side jobs and she started working in some kind of MMA place uh, uh, to get money. And then they taught her how to fight. And that's how she got into MMA. And now she's the top MMA fighter in the world. But that just goes to show you like uh, maybe like the, the why she has that drive in her. And she like she came from working a side job uh, to get money to take care of her family because they were so poor and, they you know, to fighting. It was cool. I like that. Yeah. Joe Rogan said she's came from straight from a lab. Right. She's a freak, dude. Yeah. When you yeah. look at her. Yeah. I think she's gonna destroy Carla. All right. On to the main event. The fight everyone has all been waiting for. Israel Adesanya versus Alex Pelia. Izzy. He's a BJJ purple belt, man. He's from City Kickboxing in New Zealand. There's a bunch of them on this card, man. He's got 15 KOs. He's a former pro kickboxer. Alex, is he's got five KOs out of six of his wins. He's a former pro kickboxer as well. As a matter of fact, these two have fought before, and he's already beat Izzy twice, and he's knocked him out. But is this, is kickboxing and MMA the same? There's a, Adesanya has had years and a lot more experience to become more well-rounded, even though not, no, not at all times he doesn't show it. And he has shown a little bit of weakness on his back in the fight with, uh, um, Blazkowicz at 205, but that's because he was bigger probably and had a harder time getting that more weight off of him. Um, you know, I I I see what I see in this fight happening in it is I see Piera getting being trying to be way too aggressive. Um, he's already he knows he's already knocked him out twice, so he thinks he's gonna knock him out again. So he's just gonna try to be really aggressive. He's going to headhunt. And I think he's going to headhunt too much. And um, Adesanya, if he's smart, he should look to utilize more MMA in this fight. I know he doesn't normally do that in all of his fights. And he's more MMA defensive, kind of like a Kai Kara France is, to where he looks to be defensive with his wrestling, anti-wrestle, and look to strike and counter-strike. Um, Izzy cannot just sit back and counter-strike and let Alex look for that knockout shot. Izzy has to come to fight. He has to show up. He has to bring out his MMA tools, and he has to use them. And if he does so, he can win. And I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to show everybody why he's a champ. He's going to come out and try to prove a point because Izzy loves where he's at, and he doesn't want to he, – he, he wants to stay on top. So one thing I find interesting is, you know, Alex has kept saying, oh, I beat you, I've knocked you out. And Izzy said, 
this is MMA, not kickboxing. Yeah. I think with that, is he's going to come into this fight. He knows that right hand is going to be, you know, that's his bread and butter. That's Pereira's bread and butter. He knocked out Strickland with it. Exactly. You know what he's going to do. Yeah. And they're both counter fight strikers. I mean, I think that's a lot of a kickboxing thing is bring him in and then you attack. And I think this is going to be similar to Izzy versus Romero. It's going to be a boring fight. Uh, Pereira lost. His only fight was by submission. And then he just started knocking people out. So we know his, we know he trains with Teixeira, Glover Teixeira, but his grappling is questionable. No one has tried to take him down in the UFC. Yeah. Sorry. And we know, well, I mean, what I was like, you know it. I know it. You know, Izzy's got good grappling with 185ers. Look what he did with Gastelum. Yeah. And I think Izzy's going to, you know, make it an MMA fight and not a kickboxing fight. I think if Pereira gets taken down once, he's going to kind of like shell up. And like you said, he's going to headhunt. He's looking for that knockout. Izzy knows he's looking for that knockout, and I think that's what's going to cause Pereira to lose. I can see Izzy weathering the storm for the first two rounds and then pick up that pace in the third round and then just absolutely put on a clinic in the championship rounds. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's going to be a finish. If it is, it's going to be the wrong end. Some kind of crazy finish or something. Oh, yeah, right, right. But I think it's going to go five rounds. It's going to be a little – it's going to be a technical, not boring, a technical fight. And I'm going to say it. And still, Izzy's going to be the champion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Izzy doesn't have a single submission win on his record. So, I, I don't know, you know. He probably won't be looking for a finish, but. I don't think he'll look for a finish on yeah. the ground. I think he'll look for a control he, and he, ground he and pound. Get him off his feet, yeah, and, and probably ground and pound him, yeah. yeah. Or, or yeah, even even disrupting him. And getting him off his feet, and then him knowing like crap, he's gonna take me down again. And then Izzy can open up some strikes. You know, he'll just have to bam, bam, or, you know, whatever. Because I think Pereira's gonna, if Izzy fakes a take, like feints a takedown, Pereira's gonna bite hard, and Izzy's gonna just be able to start opening up. Right. Yeah. It'll be a later round that that happens, though. I don't think it'll be the first two rounds. It's no. gonna beat him first. Definitely. Yeah. Be smart. Look to tire them out. Both fighters will probably try and try and do the same thing. Honestly, you know they'll play it play it out a little bit, then KO later on if they can. Oh, I can tell you the the first two minutes of the fight is going to be both of them trying to dance. Who's going to lead the dance? Probably. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. That was our UFC two eighty one full card preview. But next up, we have something special for you. Matt, tell them, what do we have? We have way too early predictions. Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz. What? You know, everyone thought, oh, Silva. Silva's a great boxer, but he's also 47. Man, it was a great fight. It was. But Diaz, you know, he has trained with Andre Ward. He has. we, We knew this fight was next. 
Diaz can box. He can. And now he doesn't have to worry about, you know, kicks. So he's going to have full of his weight. I feel like Diaz would take this fight more serious because who's the fighter to beat right now? Yeah. 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 Because yeah. and he'll, he, he'll want to, if he goes in and loses to Jake Paul, you know, he doesn't look that serious of a boxer. But if he goes in and he beats Jake Paul, people are like, okay, maybe he really does want to box, you know? Maybe yeah. he really has been saying, oh, I want to box. I want to box. UFC, let me go. I want to box. You know, he's been saying it for a long time. Um, you know, I think he's talented enough and people know he, he so he's going to get a shot. Ho- hopefully, you know, hopefully do see the Jake Paul fight because it's such a great matchup. Um, he He's he's definitely popular enough to get the fight with Jake Paul. Paul. Um, he was in attendance at the fight. There was, um, uh, there were, they, he was like, I don't know exactly what happened. Cause I wasn't there, but they were talking trash. They were causing smack with each other's camps, you know, like they're looking to fight. They're already like pre-planning this fight. Like everybody's talking about it online. Uh, it seems like it's almost inevitable. Like you said, dude. So, um, you know, it's really interesting to see, what Diaz can do uh, outside of MMA. Um, what The only thing I'm worried about is Jake Paul is probably going to be a lot bigger. He looks like in size, in muscle, he looks a lot bigger than Diaz to me. If I was seeing him Saturday night um, against Silva. Um, uh, and with all the damage and he's took the Diaz has took from MMA, um uh it's it's you know you can get knocked out in boxing just as easy as you can mma you know you get it's you know people get knocked out all day in boxing too so i i I think i think there jake has a good good chance at uh power um you know i don't think that that it will be the same fight as anderson silva uh paul will paul would make him fight like that um, and, and I think if he doesn't, uh, Jake, Jake might, might take over the fight, honestly. Um, I, it, after seeing it, you know, you know, Jake Paul looks big to me, honestly, don't you think? Yeah, I, I think it would be, uh, probably a 187, like the Silva fight was. And I think, uh, you know, Nate Diaz, although he fights at 170, he, he walks around about 185, so. He'll be fighting natural where Jake will be fighting cut. So that's always a factor. Another one, too, is after watching the Jake Paul Silva fight, Jake Paul, as of right now, has trouble fighting on his back foot. Every time Silva would pressure forward, he would shell up and then go for the clinch so he could get on the outside and push forward. When he gets up against the ropes, he's – He's still young in the game, but he's still – and I think with Nate Diaz pushing forward, like if he does like he does in MMA, he'll push that pace, and I think that's what make it interesting. Yeah, yeah. He will, Jake he'll, he'll he'll not a counter You're right. He'll need to learn from the Silva fight. But, but I don't know. It just seems like uh, Jake probably was 200 pounds, you know, and if they fight yeah. at the 85 and – Diaz is naturally a that 
probably barely that he might even come in underweight you know at like 180 pounds and then uh jake paul is 20 pounds heavier he'll be able to bully the crap out of them even in boxing he'll just be able to push him around because he'll have too much size advantage on him so i'm kind of worried about that honestly i think that's why he was clenching so much in the first three rounds on silva because silva's another one that you know natural 205 when he would fight yeah, it right and fighting, you know, Jake Paul's bigger than them, weighs on him. First, you know, six minutes of carrying another person's body weight it makes your arms tired. Yeah. Yeah. Jake, yeah. Jake is smart. He he knows the beginnings of boxing. Nice, nice. So you think Jake's going to continue the streak, or will Nate shut him down? You know, looking at it right now, like today, Jake Paul is. I don't think it'll be a knockout, but I think Jake would get the decision. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. I think Nate really needs to train hard. Maybe push this fight off six months. Nate may even need to have a boxing match or two just to see how he does, just to show everyone that he can box. Yeah, that, that could make or break a, a fight. Uh, with Jake Paul for him, though, you know, you know, if he loses it or he performs poorly, they could be like, no, nah, why would I want to fight him? So, you know, he may need to fight him off the rip and then go from there. Yeah. Or if he fights, you know, a oh and four guy, then Jake's like, well, you're fighting these, you know, bum. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's got to be off the rip, which again gives Jake the advantage. Smart promoter. Sure does. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah Doing good for sure. I wish I could do that. I would love to do that. Box on an event like that and get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. Shoot, that's like a dream yeah. for me, you know? Shoot. Be a dream come true. One fight, all I need. Right? Yeah. Man. Then you'd be like, that was it? Let's do it a couple more times. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man, that was pretty good. There you have it. There's our early, early look at Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz. Man, we hope that's that fight comes to fruitalization and we see it on a pay-per-view in the near future. Until then, you will have to watch UFC 281, November 12th. You better order it. You better follow us on Facebook. I see you all. Where you're getting, you're looking at us, but you're not liking our page. There's a couple people checking us out, but maybe it's because we're not posting enough on there. Maybe we need to amp up our content. Please subscribe to our page. It really helps us out. It helps you out. You can see this video first. Two dudes in a cage. UFC 281. Matt, what you got? Comment. Let us know. Punch that like button. Yeah. Two dudes in the cage. We out. Thank you. Thank you.